my friends. Let's talk about culture. Uh, a culture by which I'll mean a way of, um, you know, a way of, uh, well, we could say a way of living, but uh, specifically it is a, a set of beliefs and behaviors. So belief is like what you think, it's like thoughts and then behaviors is actions, right? And beliefs you could divide into um, beliefs about what is and about beliefs about what should be. So what's right and wrong, like should, and um, what's real and not real, you know, or true or false. So right and wrong in the, that double sense, you know, that's uh, beliefs and then um, behavior, like just, which kind of flows from belief or yeah, it always flows from belief, I guess. But sometimes we will believe some things subconsciously and not realize. So you might um, believe in honesty, but subconsciously you might believe that like, oh no, you know, maybe you're a politician and you believe in honesty, but subconsciously you believe that the people are too stupid. So you can't be fully honest. Uh, and so you lie to them or something. Um, as a random example, coming from my subconscious for some reason, I wonder why. Um, but uh, yeah, but um, so whether it's unconscious or conscious, our behavior does flow from our beliefs about what we should be doing and what is good for us, you know, what's in our interest. Um, so, yeah, and so, you know, culture is not just the food that we cook and eat, that would be the behavior. Or, you know, do you, what's the etiquette? Like, you know, do you hold the door open for people? Do you wait in line? Um, do you say please and thank you? Do you smile and do you say hello to strangers? Um, you know, or is that like weird? And that's, you know, what are you doing? You're making people uncomfortable. Stop that. Um, <clears throat> or what else? Um, do you talk loudly in public? Do you talk quietly? Um, uh, you know, um, do you let, um, you know, uh, people with, uh, you know, you know, women with, with a pram or a boogie or whatever, get on um, the, the bus or train in front of you or whatever, you know, these are different behaviors that where it, it might depend on, um, it does depend on uh, your culture and cultures, basically countries are built upon culture, right? Um, like a country is a, an area where there's enough of a culture, a unique culture that the people there have uh, decided like we want to be our own sovereign entity. Um, we're too different to these jerks next door. We don't want to be part of it, uh, of their thing. Um, although, you know, of course, within a country, you'll have differences of culture, different cities, you know, have their own culture, uh, in many cases and villages even. And so these slight differences of not just behavior and like, you know, the way you speak or what, you know, what you, how you dress or what you, what you think you should be doing, um, and all of what you yeah believe is real, but, uh, but, but yeah, so you, these differences, you know, you go, oh, it's close enough, you know, okay, we'll, we'll be part of the same country, you know. But anyway, okay, so culture, right? Um, now, what I want to kind of talk about is like, it's that culture is kind of like a collective personality. And um, I think this is, has implications for kind of world peace 
and um, kind of understanding and kind of spiritual growth for the, the species and the planet. Uh, like, you know, let's say two, uh, some, your friends, right? You, you want to be similar enough that you can get on, but you don't want to be too similar. So it's boring. Just like when you go to the gym, you don't want to lift weights that are too heavy, then you hurt yourself. But also if it's too easy, then it's pointless. You're wasting your time. You're not going to get any benefit. So you want, or if something's too easy, it's boring. If it's too hard, it's frustrating. So there's that golden zone, the optimal, what's it? Um, zone of optimal engagement or whatever, you know? Um, so, or is it zone of proximal development as well? You know, where it's like close enough that you can learn. It's a bit beyond you, but not too far. So with uh, friends, um, we are different, hopefully to some, you know, we're going to be different, but hopefully, you know, we're not living in an echo chamber. That's then reinforcing whatever we believe, reinforcing the correct things, the healthy things we believe, and also reinforcing the unhealthy things, which are inevitably there, given in nature, um, yin and yang are everywhere, you know, light and dark, opposites, you know, polarity. Um, so, um, so friends, we can, you know, help each other with identify our blind spots. So say... You know, I'm aware of a bunch of things, but maybe I have some thing about be belief or behavior where I don't, you know, I do, I'm doing something and maybe it's not very useful for me. It's causing problems, but I don't realize. Um, and uh, a friend can go, they can see it and go, oh, hey, Jamie, why are you, why do you always do that? Or, you know, hey, well, why are you doing that? Don't you want to do this? Um, um, or why did you say that? could you explain that or whatever it is, you know? And then, well, uh, and then maybe I, they just make me kind of pay attention to it. And then I go, oh yeah, what, what is that? And that could be enough. Or maybe they even offer me a different way of living or of um, behaving or believing, you know? And I go, oh yeah, I like that. And I can throw it, take it or leave it, you know, but they're offering it. And that's what good friends should do. Help each other kind of grow and identify our limitations and develop. Um, and um, I do that for them. So, you know, they do it for me, I do it for them. And um, one hand washes the other, as they say. And uh, so that's all good. Um, and but with friends, you know, if your friend is really keen on doing something and you're like, hey, this is a bad idea, you could feel re even really sure. Like often we don't, we're not totally sure. Like, okay, you know best, it's your life, go ahead. Um, but sometimes we even, we're like really sure, no, definitely, you know, this is a bad idea, but still it's their life, you know? So I think usually, now this is from my culture, I guess, but I think in general, this would be what people do. Maybe in some cultures, this, this is totally the opposite, actually. This might be my culture, which we'll get to how the, you know, this whole point of this podcast, um, uh, the punchline. But uh, let's say, you know, my way of thinking, it's like, yeah, a friend, you know, if your friend is doing something really, you know, thinks bad, it would have to be really, really serious for you to be like, oi, you know, and tell them what to do and risk losing the friend or having a big argument, at least. Um, it would have to be pretty serious. If they're like, yeah, no, I'm just going to rob a bank. Like, hey, what are you doing? Don't do that. Like, you know, you have to get up in their face and, you know, um, but, you know, that'd be very rare. Most of the time, when the um, even if it's really serious and you're sure it's not a good idea, you'll just let I, I would just let them I would tell them my opinion maybe twice and then go, okay, you know, you're 
make sure they understand my point of view. But once I'm sure, yeah, they understand me, then go, okay, it's their choice. It's their life, their, their journey. They will learn the lessons from um, the, uh, the positive or negative feedback from their actions and their um, thoughts. So then um, with friends, we can share perspectives. We try to help each other. But, you know, unless we're certain something, you know, someone's doing something really, you know, kind of harm, very harmful, explicitly, extremely clearly harmful, we won't try, intervene. We let them have their journey. Um, and I think that's the same thing with cultures, like different cultures, they have, uh, have different beliefs and different behaviors. And um, it's not totally clear which one is, you know, who's right. It's, it's like, well, you know, like, there's a circle of friends, each one's kind of different, who's right, who's got the right way of living? No one. It's like, there are many different ways of living. And having a circle of friends, you get all of them, you get the benefits of all of them. And you get to share that. And then you know, your parties or your get togethers are really colorful and amazing. And that's the planet, you know, we've got so many different ways of living on this planet. And it's amazing that we have that it's not just one monoculture, you know. Um, and so, you know, uh, which ironically is one argument in favor of, you know, kind of uh, not having, you know, too much uh, wholesale mass immigration, which is a big issue in Europe, but I'm not going to get fully into it in this episode. But I think ironically, if you care about um, the the value of other cultures, you know, the um, we want a world, I think, where we can still in enjoy the differences and we don't get all, you know, swamped into just like one kind of way of living. Although I think even if we're all, you know, within a city, you can have differences. So there'll still be differences, but I think there's some extent to which um, cultures, you know, the Japanese want to be all on their own or whatever, you know, and they want to, you know, travel and they love traveling and having people visit or whatever, but they want to remain Japanese. They're pretty, you know, strict about that. And I think on the surface that might seem racist, but then I think if you look a bit deeper, it's kind of interesting. Like, no, they just want to be Japanese, you know, they don't want to be some other thing. And um, we want them to be Japanese. It's cool for us to be able to visit and go, yeah, they're totally, you know, it's a real other world, you know? Um, but anyway, it's a side note. But so it's not clear, like in a, a circle of friends, you know, who's better, who's got the right way of living? Well, you know, I might think that I've got a better way of be believing, you know, or behaving than others, but that's just, I can't get outside my beliefs. That's just my belief. That's, that is my belief that I have good beliefs is a belief. So how can I can't get outside myself, you know, so how can I be sure I can't, you know, I could be, you know, you can notice certain things like, oh, I am happier, I'm more peaceful than them, maybe, or I get I can achieve my goals better than them, maybe, or, you know, um, people uh, want to be friends with me more than someone else, maybe, like things like that could be evidence that you've got something that's working. But still, you can never be totally sure that they don't have some better system or way of living because of some other reason you can't even wrap your head around due to your, you know, nature, your personality. So long story short, there is no best f person in the friend group. It's just, you know, there's many ways of living. Um, they produce different results and it depends what you want. If you want to be, have some crazy life, then, but maybe you're stressed, some crazy businessman who's always traveling around and, you know, doing bungee jumping and stuff, you know, getting in fights, you might think, oh, that's a terrible life. But if your goal is to just have drama and, you know, crazy experiences, maybe that's very successful. And then maybe he, that guy would be like, oh, you know, this 
woman who's just, just, you know, painting and hanging out in her apartment and just works in a cafe being a barista and, you know, huh, what a failure. But then maybe for her, she's like, no, I just want to be re really calm and just settle in and just like, you know, one day I'm going to die, but I just love every day. And here I am. I just hang out. It's perfect. That's what she wants. So that, that's successful on her, her terms. And, you know, so, so long as they're not like, harming others or restricting others freedom, I think you can't really say one's better than the other necessarily. But, and so in the same way with cultures around the world, you know, we can go, oh, you know, this culture, um, maybe, uh, oh, the family, you know, in this culture, like say Asian culture, East Asian culture, it's like the family is uh, more, as far as I understand it, is um, more important than the individual. So it's like, oh, your parents tell you to do this. Okay, go do it. Even if you're an adult, it's like, you know, maybe it, it changes a bit, I guess, but still there's that seniority thing or like older siblings having seniority, which used to be a thing in the West too. Right. But, um, and so like say, uh, Oh, <clears throat> I want to be, for example, I want to be, uh, an, a painter, but my parents want me to be a doctor, a, you know, to a Western mind, you would go, okay, well, a lot of Westerners were like, well, be a painter. Um, although a lot of them would be like, also like, oh no, you know, be a doctor, that's more practical and then paint in your free time. Um, but, uh, I think, um, it seems fair to say that a much larger percentage of people, if you were surveying people from an Eastern culture would be like, well, you've got to be a doctor. Like, look, your parents have raised you. They put in all these resources and time and that's like respect. You got to do what, you know, they want in that case. And, um, so and then in general, like say the society or the government tells you to do this. Okay, better do it. Whereas in the West, it would be like a similar thing. Like, no, do what, do what makes sense for you. And if you're not hurting someone, then you have the right to do what you want. So, and, you know, say uh, to that end, say, you know, the Chinese government is pretty dictatorial and kind of telling people what to do. And I, I do personally believe that's, unhealthy to a large extent because it seems like you know there's organ harvesting of peaceful prisoners going on people who are just trying to do yoga like falun gong getting you know put in prison and then have, being killed and have their organs sold um as far as i know that is true that 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 happens the uyghur genocide that kind of stuff you know um and so you know but if you made even made like a less extreme version of it you could have that kind of you know, totalitarian state thing and like this kind of big brother government thing where this centralized bureaucracy running things. Um, and I would still feel like, oh, I feel like that's not really healthy. It should be freedom of the individual. But um, maybe that's just, you know, my culture to some extent. And I do believe there's universal right and wrong to some extent. But I think if on some issues, we it, uh, it is more of like a, you need to be aware that there's different ways up, many ways up the mountain. And so in, in one culture, they might say, no, yeah, we want like, you know, the parents to have more, you should do what the parents tell you. And so you should do it, you know, the, or the family should do what, you know, the government tells you. And that could be their way of believing and behaving. And it might not make sense to me. Whereas I think, no, the government serves the people. That's what's healthy. But perhaps, you know, that's just my culture, my way of doing things. And I may genuinely believe that my culture is superior in that, like, you know, like, yeah, this is, it maximizes peace, prosperity, perception, you know, and, you know, 
uh, the pulse of beauty um, and that, you know, but, you know, we shouldn't be chauvinistic, I think, and kind of um, we should keep our minds open to the possibility that other cultures have something to teach us. And just like the circle of friends, you know, I can go, all right, well, I think you've got a blind spot there, whatever culture it is, and kind of try to share that with them in a respectful way. Um, and they can take it or leave it and then ask them and you know really welcome them doing the same to me be like what do you what do you see as like the shortcomings of western culture or of like my point of view or whatever and um they can share that and at an international level like you know with diplomacy can you imagine if governments were doing that like what do you think our blind spots are you know imagine like you know countries having saying that to each other um and so i i think uh that idea having that awareness that yeah it's not like we're the best or there's this right way and i happen to have figured it out um or maybe my my ally you know i'm pretty good but my ally oh they're perfect they've really got it figured out and everyone should copy what my ally does and so i might even support wars to help my ally um because they're so perfect it's like well maybe you know there's more than one way of living and cultures are like collective personalities and to be a bit more specific there i mean they are a set again a set of beliefs and behaviors but so with a person you have your own beliefs and behaviors so much that you each of us our personality is a in an individual culture and then a family is a kind of bit more of a collective culture where everyone in the family will be different but if you compare yourselves to members of other families suddenly you you and your family all look the same Compared to others, you're very, very much more similar to them than you are to others. Um, and then say, oh, you know, your family and all these other families who are different. If you start comparing them to families from other cities or other countries, you would go, oh, suddenly all these families from my city or my country who seem so different, like we, we, we are similar to, uh, you know, members of our own family, but all the other families are oh, very different, you know. Um, each family is kind of like a unit, you know, they're similar to each other, but we're all kind of if all the families are different and distinct, suddenly even all of us start looking the same compared to these other, you know, these families from some other city or some other country. And so there are these collective layers of collective um, belief and behavior where you've got these um, uh, similarities, these shared patterns. Um, and, uh, and so that's what I mean by saying like a culture um, or like a, a country is like this, you know, collective personality. Um, and it doesn't mean that everyone's the same, but it means if you meet a Brazilian, it's more likely than not that they're going to be really relaxed and friendly and love dancing, you know? And if you meet, um, someone from Korea, it's very likely they're going to be hardworking and very empathetic and, um, concerned about, you know, maintaining poise and dignity, you know, and, uh, and there's many exceptions. But like, you know, I've met a bunch of cause my, my job. I teach English as a second language. So I meet a bunch of foreigners, you know, people from other, you know, <laughs> although I'm the foreigner to them. But um, and uh, I have noticed these things like, wow, it actually, you know, like cultures, they really are like this collective personality, like v the overwhelming majority of the time, like you can notice these patterns that pass through the, the members of these cultures. Um, and so uh, yeah. And so I think individual, let, let's take an example of an individual, right? Just to, one more example to make this kind of clear, then we'll finish. Um, so like, say 
you got two friends and one is like, oh, I think I'm going to do what I love as a career. And then, you know, I'll, let's say they both have the same goal, right? Let's say they both want, they both want to be happy and rich. Okay. And so one, but how are they going to go about it? One of them is like, oh, I think I'll do what I love, which is painting. And then I think I'm just going to get so good at it because I'm going to want to practice that um, I'm going to end up getting rich and, you, you know, because I'll just be so good at it because I'll put in all the time because I love it. Um, and even if I don't get really, really rich, you know, overall, I will have a lot of happiness. And so that's a kind of wealth. So overall, when you, you sum up the, the happiness and wealth together, happiness and, and you know, like the wealth, happiness and money, um, spiritual material wealth, I'll be best doing that. And then the other, the, the friend is like, oh, no, I think I see you, you know, good luck. But I think me, I'm going to go be a doctor. Uh, I mean, it's okay. I mean, but I really want to be a pa painter, but I'm going to paint in my free time. And I'm going to be a doctor so I can travel and, you know, have a lot of resources. I'm not going to have to worry about the stress of poverty and paying bills. And so um, I won't be able to paint as often. Um, so I'll be a little bit less on the happiness thing, maybe. But I think overall, you know, material and spiritual wealth, I'll be better off. Now, who's going to win in terms of overall wealth, you know, money and happiness? Who knows? right? It really depends. It's an open-ended running experiment, right? And so with our own lives, there are these open-ended experiments. Um, we're seeing what works, trial and error, and trying to pass it on to the next generation or pass it on to our friends. Right now, what I'm doing to you, I'm passing on, or every week is passing on what I've learned in, and I'm learning in my um, life. And, you know, my ancestors have learned as well, you know, or my friends. Um, and... So we don't know who's going to be, you know, it's like that, uh, the parable of the Zen master, you know, like uh, one day a horse uh, runs away, like a stallion, you know, from the village. And um, everyone's like, oh, how terrible. And then the Zen master's like, oh, we'll see. And then, you know, a few days later, the horse comes back with a bunch of mares in tow, you know, and this, um, uh, this charming, charismatic horse has brought a bunch of lady horses home back to the village. And everyone's like, wow, how wonderful, how fortunate. Zen master says, yeah, we'll see. And then um, the son of the guy who owned the horse um, is riding the, uh, the, one of these horses and gets th or thrown off the horse and breaks a leg. How terrible. Oh, we'll see, says Zen master. The army comes rolling through unexpectedly. Hey, recruiting, you know, drafting people for the war. And then... Oh, okay. All the able-bodied men are taken into the, the army, except for this guy who's got a broken leg. And everyone's, oh, how fortunate. Zen master, you know what he says, you know? And uh, yeah, so it's like, it's all, it depends, you know, we don't really know, right? We're just doing the best we can, but the results are constantly changing. You could have a terrible situation, you know, tra often tragedy can lead, can be a great blessing. Like you have a problem, but then it push, forces you to go really deep and learn into your consciousness and into life and kind of figure out like, what's the meaning of things? What's, what's reliable? What brings happiness, etc. cetera. And, um, you can, you know, overall, then you can b boost your awareness. And then that could be the key to having some amazing situations unfold for you. So you can't just say bad things, bad, good things, good. It's all kind of intertwined, um, that personally, and then collectively, like a lot of the problems in the world I see very concerning, but I think I always uh, remind myself like, yeah, this is all the precondition for some amazing stuff that's going to come. That's going to be required. Whereas this, this, it wouldn't be possible without these preconditions. So, um, 
yeah, it's going to, I think, you know, it's, it's good to keep in mind. There's so much good that coming from all these bad things. Um, but it's yin and yang, there's, you know, we've got to surf the balance between them, I think. But, um, yeah. So, uh, so that say this, these two friends, who's going to have a better life? Who knows? Right. Copy whoever you're more influenced by, you know, and, or whoever you're more drawn to. And in the same way with collective cultures, the culture within your country, or are you, are you more traditional or more like say Christian or Muslim or whatever, whatever your traditional religious structure is or philosophical structures, um, or are you more like, you know, postmodernist or whatever, you know, like, yeah, nothing's real. Let's just go party or, okay, go for it. If, if you think that makes sense. Um, I wouldn't personally, but that's just me. Um, and so we, uh, we kind of do what makes sense to us and then others are free to do what they think makes sense to them and they will be monitoring us and we can, we monitor them and we kind of see the results we get and we kind of shift accordingly and we try to learn by trial and error. Um, and then likewise in the world, cultures are doing this, you know, Eastern cultures are going, Oh wow, the West, all the freedom. Interesting. Yeah. Like they're, oh, they're, people expressing their emotions more. Hmm. You know, I'm not, it's not just, you know, Europe and Asia or whatever, like, you know, Africa and like, you know, Latin America and whatever, all, all around the world, these different, cultures um and within you know asia or um, africa or whatever there are countless cultures but through cultural exchange through travel very very important also immigration but again i think you know travel is probably an, uh, more yeah i think immigration is great but you know you do need as i said i'm going to talk about in another episode you do need balance there you don't want to do it too much too soon you know or you destabilize systems i think um but travel I think people can basically travel, you know, uh, as much as possible. That'd be great for the world just to kind of expand our awareness um, of belief and behavior and ways of doing things and get ideas, you know, take it or leave it, but it's food for thought, you know? And, um, and so around the world, we have these open-ended long running, you know, running since time immemorial experiments of different ways of believing and behaving, um, which we call cultures and they, they split within, you know, there's cultures within cultures, the subcultures, you know, um, fashion cultures, you know, sport cultures, um, kind of intel intelligentsia or intellectual kind of cultures, you know, s different schools of thought. There's all these different ways of thinking and behaving. And, um, but I think th uh, the goal should be that we can appreciate that we're a big circle of friends and that there's, there are many, uh, there's benefits to and uh, detriments to every angle. Um, and it very likely some, you know, like to finish one important point is you're like, yeah, you know, we're all, you know, there's benefits and detriments to all of us, all the friends in the circle or all the cultures on the planet. So good. But the final point is there, I do believe some, are superior to others deep down. We're all equal. We're all the same. We're all the universe. We're all consciousness. But if you look a circle at a circle of friends, um, we can't know, but we can guess, but like there is a fact, someone is the, the, the laziest and someone is the hardest working. Someone is the most creative. Someone is the least creative. Someone is the funniest. Someone is the, the least funny. Um, someone is the most, um, you know, sexually, you know, attractive. Someone is the least 
or whatever, you know, in terms of behavior, let's say, or something you can control. Or I guess you can control the way, you know, your health. But, um, and so there are, you know, and it will be combinations of these things, but for sure there are, you know, there is a scale of, you know, excellence and um, uh, goodness in these different qualities. And, and sometimes it's pretty obvious that, yeah, this friend's just in general, all around, across the board, this person's doing better than that person. That person should really take a leaf out of this person's book. Um, and in the same way, I think with cultures around the world, uh, I wouldn't say North Korea seems to have a very good culture there where it's like, you know, it has been very largely, and again, there's no, I'm not judging, I'm not saying they're bad people. I, Yunmi Park is amazing. The Voice of North Korea, check out that YouTube channel. Um, she's a, a defector from North Korea, like she escaped. Um, and there's a lot of amazing, really tragic, but very mind expanding things to say. Um, but uh, I think, you know, the, it, from what I understand and for what she, from what she said, the government has kind of encouraged this culture of everyone has to tell on everyone or else. And if, if someone tells says something bad about the government, for example, or the local official, oh, can you believe this? We're all starving and having to eat dogs, literally. Um, or you know, eating ca cannibalism. I'm not sure right now, but definitely in the past, um, maybe now still. But like terrible things going on. Um, but can you, and then and but still lots of corruption. You know, how can they be doing this? You know, they have their food and you know, someone just a little comment like that. Now, if you don't dob them in and get them in trouble, then someone else can dob you in if they have noticed somehow. Maybe someone a bit down the hallway in the next room overheard this they can go hey this happened and and jamie was there and they go oh jamie this happened you didn't tell us you know and then i'm equally guilty and um i think there's things like if you are found guilty not just you but like your whole you know family like your cousins and stuff will be um punished and depending on how serious it is i think even like second cousins or something we all get purged just you know so something like that we can't say that that's on an equal footing you know and then, but then um, with, you know, say, so, you know, Cambodians who are just like super chill and just very peaceful and Buddhist and they're just always smiley and want to help people. And they're just so happy that the civil wars ended, uh, well, not civil war, but the Khmer Rouge stuff and I guess civil war. Um, and, you know, th th there are these different ways of being. Um, and, you know, a lot of that, you know, some of that comes down to free will. A lot of it, I think, comes down to just destiny and the way history has flowed. So it's not necessarily a, a reason to be thinking anyone is um, definitely not that someone's better than someone else on the deepest level of spirit, because we're all one in that case. But um, every branch on the tree is the tree. And so we're equal in that sense. But some branches are healthier than other branches. They have more leaves. They're more beautiful. They're, you know, uh, they're more useful for climbing for kids or whatever it is. You know, they have more flowers, whatever. Um, uh so, yeah, I think um, with friends, it is fair to say, yeah, like we can't, in many cases, we won't be able to know who's the best and it doesn't even matter. All that matters is, are you the best you can be? Um, and so, and uh, in many cases, if you dwell too much on who is the best and am I the best compared to others, then that'll actually make you worse in many cases. Um, so it's all just about being the best you can, blooming to your full potential and helping others do the same so that your circle blooms or that the tree blooms, help all of us grow and thrive and flourish. Um, but uh, sometimes it is you know, important to discriminate, you know, distinguish, notice. 
the differences between, oh, that's less good than this, or, you know, this person was doing that thing and they, I thought that was really cool, but then they seem to actually be kind of uh, just burnt out and not very happy and, uh, interesting, that might be relevant to my choices, you know, and similarly with cultures, note, and, um, for example, the West is, you know, economically, culturally, um, politically, legally, just, you know, the, uh, legal systems and corruption and stuff. There's a lot of, you know, shenanigans and mayhem going on in the West. And I think a lot of cultures around the world are going, ah, flew too close to the sun, all that freedom, look what it's doing to you. And um, they might have a point, you know, that, you know, we need to be more grounded in tradition and um, kind of some basic, you know, not just like tear things down if we go, oh, I can't see the point of this thing. Let's get rid of it. But well, maybe, you know, it's there for a reason that you don't understand or you'll understand, you know, a hundred years from now. But then, um, and so, but this will go on forever, I think. We'll, all the cultures will keep learning from each other and that is the goal. Try not to kill each other and dominate each other, but just try to, we have our patch, you have your patch, you know, and we try to grow and organically some, you know, if, if one culture is more excellent than another, it will naturally attract followers and surrounding cultures will be, will morph into analogs of it. Just like Buddhism spread to China, not through an invasion, but just because the Chinese were like, whoa, that makes a lot of sense. And then it kind of fused with Taoism and Confucianism and, you know, then ends up in Japan as Zen and, you know, so kind of like, a, um, yeah, just spreading uh, through the world just, and so I think, yeah. That uh, with the friends um, and with cultures at large, with yourself and with you know cultures at large, we should try to lead by example, and we try should try to yeah keep our eyes open to kind of notice when we can learn something from others. And I think there's a lot to learn. All right. That's it. See you, everyone.